This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me You're not gonna do nothing, you are not above me I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know What is poppin', everybody? And welcome back to another special episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Well, you know, it's me and my only friends. Has anybody talked to you about how you say special? You, you know I have a speech impediment, right? Like, you're, like, you know. Kind of a dick right now. Like, pretty much a dick. That's how he comes back know. to the show with an insult. <laughs> the that we, Jesus Christ! With our Malaysian hey, Andre, ankle biter. <laughs> it's limited to my God. It's not limited to. I've bitten some ankles biter. all around the world. It's been great. I'm going to Monaco next week. You just gonna bite some ankles over there, though. Bite some ankles over there. Absolutely ridiculous. Are they, are they closer to French? I would assume so, right? You don't we, know where Monica We've is. been over this. It like, <laughs> like triangulates somehow between France, Italy, and yeah, it's a the rest weird. of the European world. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where it was. I thought it was the Mediterranean. Well, yeah. That's good enough. I thought it was in Italy. Wait, am I wrong? Is it not in Italy? It's not in Italy. It's, no, it's, it's, it's its own. It's like Monaco. It's yeah. like Singapore is to Malaysia. Right. Mm-hmm. Monaco is to France. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, but it's its own territory, right? Yeah. 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 But I'm landing in, in Nice. Or and then you're like nice. helicopter, nice. helicopter over, right? Yep. Yeah. It's out the front. I remember all the, all the high rollers back in the days to talk about what a glorious, expensive trip this is. <laughs> well, it's free for him. <laughs> He's putting in some work. This Bert, is for Triton. Your shot looks great. Thank you. It I, looks really great. Yeah, look I, at that lighting. I can wow. thank Nikki for thank this. Thank you, Nikki. Oh, you're welcome, guys. <laughs> I requested a color splash, and I got my goddamn wish. Looks like a splash. <laughs> Looks like a rainbow. Well, he, he tried to do it himself, you. and he didn't do it good, and he was very sad. He was mm. excited for these lights, and mm-hmm. then I was like, "Where's your lights that you're excited for?" And he's like, "I tried it; it didn't work." I got cones. It was a mistake. <laughs> it's like I'll help you. Cones, cones was a big error. <laughs> this was the one fix we needed for our unlimited budget. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now you understand. Thank you. That 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 hoodie man. Cured. I might steal that. I knew you were. I, like I might steal it. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna sneak <laughs> is in. Is like, from Instagram? Middle of the night. It is from Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian asked me where I got it. I don't know the name. He said Instagram. I yeah, I just it's Instagram. It's I don't some know. Some designer brand. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Instagram. I it's mean, uh, he basically broke you in the past. I thought maybe days. you know, Still City or uh, Pittsburgh no. P- Pittsburgh Clothing Company. Definitely not either of those. Would have known that. Mm-hmm. I've actually been on their sites a little bit. Yeah, during the winning sessions, and pretty good. Didn't really find anything I was looking for. No, okay. no. But Every one. time you win like a thirty k pot, you just go to Instagram to get the ad. They, like you scroll through a story just to get the ad. They target me. Yeah, they target. They target. Me. It's mm-hmm. not just you, man. They know. All right, we have yeah. a big show for you guys today. Uh, mm-hmm. For everybody who is tuned in for all the tea. We are going to get to that in a little bit. Uh, a couple of big updates with the GTO Fair play check that have uh, come back quite positive. Um, it's out there doing the Lord's work. It's being stress tested every day. Uh, prior to that, we are going to introduce our new segment in the muck. We're going to talk about uh, just you know what it's like to to be in the muck when you're on the grind, trying to come up, and you just keep running your head into the wall a little bit. But before we get to that. 
we have a little bit of uh, lighthearted shout outs to people in the community. Darren Rabinowitz, new time bracelet winner. Congratulations, Bray. My man. Got Darren. It. Got it. Not some little podunk bracelet either. No, no. no. 90K. This is a Sunday bracelet. Let's go. They should only count Sunday bracelets. I, yeah. I think mm -hmm. that that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Sunday bracelets and the high rollers. Those are the only ones that go. should count. Yeah. So Shannon Shore's first bracelet, count it. Second one? Second one, not so much. Sorry. <laughs> it's out. It's like a uh, half a bracelet. I mean, that's 90000 the first. That's, you know, nothing $91,000 the first. He beat Scott Ball heads up. Very uh, star-studded final table. I think I know just about everybody's name there, which is a good thing because that so means... So does he. Look at, all the, uh, look at all the notes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's always good because that means that it's unlikely to be a uh, random multi-account, yeah, which is nice. True, we, true. we appreciate that. Unless the note is random multi-accounter. Uh, that, that could be fair. <laughs> WSOP is a protected environment. There is one name on there I don't recognize and just so happens to not have a note next to it. Who knew? Uh, but yeah, congratulations to Darren. I actually just saw him on Saturday. Didn't didn't even know he was in the midst of the WSOP grind. Yeah. You know? Shout out to all the online warriors. You guys are really doing Lord's work out there, battling the bots. Just trying mm -hmm. to get it popping, man. Maybe we can change should we launch an online poker site called BattleBots? BattleBots? <laughs> yeah, we bring it back. And people just want to battle bots? Yeah, they just play against the bots, and if you win, you get to come mm -hmm. to Vegas, mm -hmm. and in the eSports arena, we just have two robots fighting it out yeah. for the prize pool. <laughs> or it could be just bots, and then whoever can design the best bot wins. Yeah, we just make rake. Yeah, my yeah. bot versus your bot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All bots, right. and we just right. collect rake. It's like, yeah, we allow bots. You can play if you want against the bots, but... You, we don't recommend it. Bring your own Whoever can create the best yeah. bot wins. Yeah, we just bring back battle bots. There we go. Except instead of robots pummeling each other to death, it's we poker. have poker bots <laughs> pummeling each other to death. Yeah. Like it. I love this. Right. They need to be perfect because because the, the the bots would play perfect GTO equilibrium and they would just trade money back and forth while we collect the yeah, rank and we nobody would ever go broke and just trade money we'll just back and rank. forth. It's great. <laughs> yeah, nobody's gonna do that. This is genius. They're just gonna use their bots on different sites. Yeah, probably. We just gotta wait until there's security good enough across all sites and then they're just gonna want to use their bots mm -hmm. still, right? Yeah. Might it's how well. you train your bots though, so that they right. can be better on the different sites. Right. We can make mm -hmm. a movie out of it. People make like, content. You can make a like movie. Yeah, like how you how little magazine battle bots the movie battle bots the, the book the battle novel bots, the return of the bot right yeah <laughs> one of them gets wrecked too much and they come back in uh. like the, people do this in chess where they'll play against people who have uh like new accounts and are just literally cheating yeah and like they'll make youtube content playing cheaters and be like oh they just got banned like in real time oh that's fun yeah that's it's good cool. content yeah, yeah. It's, good stuff. it's good for content yeah um, oh they're just botting for content that makes sense yeah not yeah. money well yeah it's Everybody content. bots for content. You know how it works. Yeah. You're in the game. We're in the game now. You get it. Yeah. Shout out to Timestamp, bro. Timestamp, bro. <laughs> Nick My Seward man. making another deep run. Unfortunately, he ran into the hot hand of Ben Wynn. Wow. <laughs> I mean. Nobody beats the Ben. No, Nikki learned, learned firsthand that uh, he cannot be defeated. We passed chips back and forth, but yes, he stacked me my first hand in. After Friday's show, uh, Nikki went to Red Rock. and That's she, like 2-5. She's texting us saying, there's a guy V-pipping 100% at this table. <laughs> <laughs> and then sends a video of the table. And I go, wait a second. I know that guy. That's Ben. <laughs> 
you you're messing with the wrong guy you need to let him be pip 100 yeah. this man cannot be oh, stopped okay. he got it in bad every time and kept winning and i'm like ah damn he has deck reads like you've never seen God. before it's the best. at some point you just have to accept it yeah 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 there's no getting in the way of a runaway freight truck i mean yeah. he's just going to maul you over i mean he retired Corey for a bit um, a bit <laughs> forever <laughs> Now he, he came back. He played yesterday. Oh, okay. You just leave Corey out of this. <laughs> the Nick's been, poker Nick's been crushing it, though. He seems like he's running deep in, like, I don't know, every tournament he plays. Yeah, he has. He came in two of six, uh, 147K plus bounties up top. Sounds like he got fourth place for what I would assume to be about 60 50, 56, I believe. Okay. Well, look at me. Just guessing. Pulling yeah. a number out of thin air. You know? We're doing pretty good out there. Mm -hmm. I, I know how these tournament streets work. I, you know, I've never had one Plus of those. <laughs> I've never had one of those hundred K win chips. Efro uh, said he retired me. <laughs> <laughs> he retired Efro before he even got started. We have to have a list of uh, like the graveyard of Ben Wang. <laughs> Everyone just Every like, I'm done playing poker. I can't take it anymore. That's at least two. It just does yeah. it to people, man. Yeah, maybe for Halloween we'll just make a Ben Wang. Ben Wang. <laughs> Graveyard. Uh, graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> just, gonna, uh, just the ghost of uh, former souls that he's taken. Get a tombstone. That just sounds like more yard work for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we have an idea, Guap. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Um, well, you know, I was excited to to have a few events coming up in the near future here in Vegas, but knowing Ben's going to be in the mix, maybe I'm a little less stoked. Uh, I think he's number one. Is still available. He's like number one GPI right now. Is he really? Yeah. That's impressive could, when you don't play high rollers. Pretty crazy. Because when, when he, he did he play that, he won. <laughs> Wait, he won a 25K. He won the WPT. Oh, he did like win over the, the summer. Yeah. I think he won that one. That'll do it. Uh, no, I think. It was it like a 10K or something? Yeah, I think he won a 25 no, the twenty five, the twenty five k that he won was um won a bunch at of the stuff. lodge. No, like, not that one. There was one over the summer, I think, that he won. It was the WPT. Unless well, he he said confirmed he's not playing the NAPT here in okay. Vegas because he's going to be playing in Seminoles. Wow, so. we got right. it up here. Oh, Everybody shit, yes. gets down to the NAPT. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you can you maybe win that one. You have a yeah. shot. Wow, Nacho's number two. Let's fucking go, dude. <laughs> What's going on here? There's a big shakeup in the top five. Mm -hmm. So out that, of, that out bum Chidwick is a third. <laughs> Chidwick and Brewer are the only two like people who play consistent high rollers here in the top five. Uh, actually, really even in the top ten. I mean, Jeremy plays, but like he's pretty capped at twenty five k. Same with Deeb and Chance. I guess Jesse as well. We're seeing a bit of a a bit of a turnover here. You know, we're not seeing the usual crew. Rounding out the top 10 in the GPI. No Foxen held where's, it down for Kuhn? two years. I think uh, he's all the way down at 23, but I think his volume's like he way He doesn't down. play as much anymore. Yeah, he's yeah. got the second kid. I think he just plays like the Triton events. Second kid? Wow, two kids? Okay, so... Oh, wait. One kid. First kid. One first kid. First, first kid. kid. Oh, uh, Robo had a second kid. Um, <laughs> okay, so he did win the 10K. Um, yeah. One drop for 2.2. Like, yeah. Oh, Baumstein got second. Just two point two. Just just two point two. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. It, was, it was so crazy. They like, chopped. What a world we're living in now, where they were playing heads up for two point two million, and the coverage that we had of it was like somebody's cell phone at four a.m. looming over the <laughs> the match, watching Ben just like put him in the bin, basically. <laughs> Man. What a world. He's won seven point seven million dollars, and. This was, year? No, like last month. <laughs> no, probably this year. 
Yeah. Pretty damn close. He doubled my Hendon mob in 12 months. That took me 20 that, fucking years, man. And his <laughs> first big score was like 187 in January of 2020. Okay, so in two and a half years, he almost doubled my Hendon mob. That took me 20 years of being a tournament <laughs> shit rag. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fuck you, Ben. What, what brings bro to Red Rock? Oh, oh, so he said he bored. was staying there. He was like, uh, so I did call him out eventually. I was like, is this you? I pulled him in. He's like, he's like, how did you find me? <laughs> he was just telling his girlfriend who was sitting right next to us. He was talking in a different language, but... He, he was like, I was just telling her that I only come here because no one recognizes me. <laughs> I gotta go find a new spot now. <laughs> yeah, chase me around town. Peace. Yeah. Well, to be fair, you didn't recognize him. I didn't. You, right. you had to do a little recon, send it to the group. Mm -hmm. We're like, you wait know, a minute. <laughs> you would you would have dusted off the whole role to the man. Seven point three. This guy's a lunatic. <laughs> oh. Plays like a madman. I four bet jammed him with Queensy. Calls with Ace Jack off. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I've made some fuck you calls. Yeah. Honestly, like, what a better way to spend your time than playing a stake where the money doesn't matter and you can just make fuck you calls. Yeah, all day basically long. that's all he was doing. hundred percent VIP, never folding. Yeah, I mean, a lot of what I do in the 100 100 game is is that attitude, and it's probably <laughs> probably not the right stake level to be taking that he to plays the like that in the 10 case edit i think so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i think so <laughs> i think he's just really accustomed to yeah. hitting the 30 percent. yeah he's mm -hmm. a very a very aggressive player so he actually had position on uh katie um during the win 1600 mm -hmm. um and he was like because he was asking me if i play tournaments and i was like not really and he was like oh so you don't travel and he's i was like no but my neighbors do and then he's like yeah i just played her she's aggressive i had position on her though you know aggressive player versus aggressive player <laughs> <laughs> he went to war yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. burn the world down Fire all right God, I love it. guapo i don't mean to put you on the spotlight man but we got to talk about it there's some rumors that you might be in the muck and uh judging by this hand history I don't know, man. I think we're gonna have to have a we're gonna have to have a deep talk. All right, so we're introducing this new segment called In the Muck, and the spirit behind this segment is uh, when you're in the come up, you know, you kind of just run your head into the wall a little bit. You're not sure of everything. Nobody's sure of everything, to be quite frank, but. When you're coming up, it's particularly uh, brutal because it feels like you're kind of living and dying by every pot, by every suck out, by every all in. And uh, I think what we want to do is just kind of just have a, a, a place for open discussion for some of these things that may lead you awry in real time, may cost you some money in real time. Uh, and we're going to introduce this segment. With the one and only Guapo, he's got a hand history for us that I think uh, ha has a very nice underlying message behind it. So wh why don't you set this hand up for us? Okay, sure. Uh, let's see here. Give you a little uh, backstory. I think uh, this hand is against iHeart Double Ds, who's probably, in my opinion, one of the better 200 NL players online. Definitely one of the better screen names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I approve. Okay. Um, <clears throat> And I think this is a spot where I'm just kind of like leaking money. So it's, it's, uh, it's 200 NL. And, uh, yeah, 100 uh, big deep. Right. Okay, cool. Do you ever raise there, Prey? Uh, ace 10 off, it would be very low frequency. Yeah, for full he, he's correct. 
It is a very low frequency, about 25% of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, I think right here I'm just always checking. Yep, I think flop and turn are pretty standard. <clears throat> Uh, this just seems like a pretty easy call. Yeah, especially after check back, you beat all of his 10s. Well, most of his 10s. I guess he was the 10 9 at this point. And on this river. Yahtzee. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm obviously pretty happy. Um, I thought about leading for a second, but it just didn't feel correct. Good. Um, Good instinct. So I just check. I don't expect him to have king-queen very often. Agreed. Being that he probably would have bet on the flop. Mm -hmm. And what threw me off here was his size on the river. He was three-fourths? So yeah, so he goes pretty big. Um, my first instinct was to just call. Okay. Um, I actually did take my time. Um, but he's not... He should have queen-eight in full suited. Um, he should have seven-eight suited, uh, which both of those hands will be checking on... Uh, I think seven eight checks a little bit less, but go go ahead with your but thought. Yeah, well, in my opinion, I, I feel like he's going to be so checking you, you those think, a lot. You think queen eight uh, checks checks flop in full? Not that in full, but, but rarely is going okay. to bet here. So just for the audio listeners, we have ace ten on a five jack ten nine ace board. We have two pair. That is correct. Um, okay, so uh, all right, we kind of have your thoughts here a little bit, um, and I think that. You know, your assessment is reasonable. What I want to dig into is when you say he bets pretty big on the river, which is about three quarters pot, what types of hands, like what do you think the floor for betting three quarters pot is? Like what is the worst best hand he's, he's betting here? Correct. For value. Same. He's going to be betting two pairs. Um, I suppose ace, I suppose ace king and ace queen should feel okay betting here as well. For sure. Um, and then as far as what bluffs he could have. Well, you don't even really need to get into bluffs. That, that's not super important at this point. What I want to kind of qualify is that this bet's not that big. Okay. Um, so in, real, in real time, it, it felt a little chunky. I think he can bet any ace for this size pretty comfortably. Uh, you've only had two streets of aggression here. And, you know, a lot of his turn bluffs are going to be ace-x, specifically ace-x of hearts. Uh, when they river top pair, it okay. just is targeting a jack for three quarters pot. Like you have a pretty easy call with a hand like queen jack, king jack. These hands are are never really folding. Um, same thing with like uh, I guess jack eight suited. These types of hands. Uh, and I'm not saying like they're gonna pure call, but uh, at worst they're gonna be indifferent. Um, which means that the next tier up can very comfortably be value betting. Right, so if a jack becomes indifferent at seventy-five percent pot, then Asex has a very comfortable value bet the majority of the time. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's like the first thing that stands out to me that's worth qualifying. If we want to run this spot really quickly through GTO Wizard AI, uh, you obviously have a pure check on the flop. Your initial read of how he would play hands like Queen Eight and uh, Seven Eight were quite a bit off. Um, Wait, say that again, Matt. Uh, your read of how he would play flop with queen eight and seven eight are quite a bit off. Okay. Uh, so queen eight checks a lot more than seven eight, but only queen eight of spades. Uh, so the one that doesn't have the backdoor is the only one that checks, and it checks pure. The other three combos, pure bet. Um, and with seven eight suited, 
Uh, it's nearly a pure bet. Again, only the one with no backdoor checks at some frequency and it only checks a quarter of the time. This is on the flop? Yeah. So uh, he's all but devoid of straights after checking back turn. You can see king-queen off checks back a little bit. Call it on average 15% of the time and king-queen suited just pure bets. So when the turn nine comes off, it's actually not as bad of a card as you believe it to be, which is why your 10x is very happy to uh, bluff catch the turn. So what was the turn? The nine of what? Nine of hearts. Nine of hearts. Okay, so this brings back door flush draw. Good. Um, you're going to have some leads on this turn, I imagine, but uh, I don't think your hand is really going to qualify all that much. Oh, I'm wrong. Actually, ace 10 off nearly pure bets. Uh, so you mix between quarter and two thirds you could probably just simplify and have a half pot bet here for a single size um or even just fit everything into the two thirds uh sizing and it would be just fine so ace 10 is playing a lot more aggressively than i expected it to um what were your suits ace of you didn't have a heart right you did not have a heart he did not have so a you heart. actually had no. the passive suits which oh he did he did yeah. oh yeah he the he ten, of diamonds, 10 of hearts okay so yeah your hand's a pure bet um, is this because he never checks he very rarely checks back a he mostly jack? checks back it's not very rarely he does check back some jacks but he he mostly is checking back 10x right so so you just you, you just beat 10X. all his 10x yeah. except for 10-9 yeah. yeah it's just like a um, whole lot of nothing so yeah. like when we isolate his check uh check range on the flop mm -hmm. you can see it's like a lot of ace x right. with back doors um he does and, check back ace king queen is his king queen bet pure yeah, nearly. Yes, right. there's, so, there's just a sliver of king queen off. The right. Check so he back. just so so he doesn't have king queen. He has the, nearly no straights. I'm on trying the turn. to understand why why the turn lead is pure like that. Right. Yeah. So he has he has mm -hmm. nearly no straights on the turn. Mm -hmm. uh, he doesn't have much in the way of jack x. So here's his jack x region. He has a little bit of ace jack king jack. You block the ace jack. Uh, he has none of the suited varieties. Uh, his 10x you beat. So he has some king 10. He has a lot of queen 10. Uh, he has queen 10 off in full, king 10 off nearly in full, or sorry, nearly half. Um, so you just dominate a lot of these hands. He also doesn't have a lot of 10-9 off or suited as played. He mostly bets those on the flop. So you don't get turned for the two pair variety there. Guapa, you're, did you, you're essentially just betting for did value. You, did you ever, did you even consider leading the turn? I did not. Because I feel like I feel like it's like in those spots, it, it's just so natural. Just you check. Okay, well, now I, I have just this have middle pair. Check again. Yeah. Like it just it just feels like the flow of the hand well, for someone just, who's not as like or looking at these exact spots. Do, like I feel like I could be in that same you know mind you, frame where you're just, like you just like oh yeah I'm just gonna check again and I can easily just do you check have like, do I'm you have right leads the bluff catching honestly okay. it starts, but, but it starts you can't bluff fast. catch everything right do you right. bet anything it yeah. starts to feel like just autopilot like I'm yeah. playing a few tables right. but it just it exactly. didn't make sense it didn't feel like it made sense to feels, lead there feels like uh, like an autopilot but kind of thing yeah do you guys have any um, leads there that's the right or do you uh, check back everything not check back or check check I'm sorry do you check everything probably not I probably lead jacks. Yeah, well, Jax would have three bet preflop, right? No, no. Any, jack. Any, jack. any jack. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no. Not, not I mean, I mean, just pairs of jacks. Um, I might lead. Um, so you have a hand like queen yeah. nine. I might lead a hand like king queen. Oh yeah, that's the that's nine. right. Nine. Well, oh yeah, all right. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm. I'm. Well, some people check. Would turn and would check. Yeah, I'm not saying everyone just automatically bets well there. i think just right. instinctually it makes a lot of sense inherently right. to want to check a 10 and want to yeah. bet the nuts yeah um the thing is is that you should have 
leads with most like of your flesh pairs. draws maybe yeah um i guess the point is is that if you're checking ace 10 then you're probably not betting any 10x and that's a problem for your right. lead range yeah so if you want to simplify to a pure check that's okay but you're giving mm -hmm. up some ev mm -hmm. um it's it's really splitting hairs it's not that big of a deal it, it's a small leak to point out like you just become easy to play against if you don't have leads on this turn mm -hmm. or if your leads are super polar right yeah. because like you're not leading for a polar size and you shouldn't be leading with a polar range it's a very dynamic board you want to be rather linear in nature you want to have jack x that can improve you want to have 10x that can improve you want to have some 9x that improves so like if we take a look real quickly at the lead range you can see that a hand like 9-8 suited uh prefers to lead over not right and that's why you see this blocking size getting utilized here almost 20 percent of the time um how much how, uh, how much percent does it lead 20 percent yeah nine eight no 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 in general range oh half. uh about half okay yeah wow yeah i did not expect that you have a, you just have a ton of equity here right and the the button is really capped um he's not going to be very protected with good hands he's not going to have yeah. two pair plus here very much back to next pretty high frequency uh see that board for the aggressor yeah he's only checking back about a quarter of the time on the flop right so these are things that it's worth drilling down into but that's not really the overarching point that i think is uh worth taking away when you do go for the check and he chooses to bet he went three quarters two thirds is the optimal size whatever we're talking it's river all fine. Now, right no we're, we're on the oh, turn so turn, turn. Okay. um you're going to find that, you know, your, your 10x is going to play pretty naturally as a call. Uh, you don't. There we go. Yeah, so it's a pure call uh, for ace-10. Um, so that's all fine. River, ace of spade? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, your instincts are going to be good. You're not really going to play leads here, I don't think. Yeah, 0%. So you're playing pure check. That's good. Uh, that's obviously a range card for him. So you should be expecting bluffs to follow through. You should be expecting value hands to follow through as well. Uh, again, his size is pretty good. 67% is optimal. He went to th or three quarters. No big deal. You can interchange just, those pretty easily. Just the auto, auto three quarters on WSOP. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now, as you can see, since you don't really have ace 10 off, we can look at ace 10 suited. Uh, it does mix between call and raise. Okay. Right. So you're not, you're not way off. Um, yeah, this is if, what, I what is the difference between call and raise? I can't see it. Well, it's zero. It's going to be zero. That it mixes. Anytime something mixes, the EV will be the same. Oh, okay. It just hurts your overall range if you don't ever play raise. Uh, so when we go back to the button and we look at his betting, um, so I was right, all of his ASEX bets, um, which is what allows you to pretty comfortably raise for value. Um, but you block that, so he's not exactly going to have a ton of ASEX. Uh, and I imagine if we look at the raise node here, um, since it goes with a polar sizing of full pot, uh, you can see that the defense now, his jack X becomes indifferent, kind of as we expected. Even his jack nine, which is what he ultimately had, uh, mixes calls and folds. And that's probably the big reason why your hand is so sensitive to a call uh, versus raise. But in practice, I think it's going to be impossible to find somebody who folds jack nine in game as played. Yeah. I mean, just like the way that I look at these spots and I look at the AI, I just filter the one race size and don't look at two and just see what happens if you only play pot. There's only one race size. Well, there's pot and jam. Well, jam is never used. Oh, jam is used. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, like I, in, I can change that. Yeah, because in game, or when I saw the hand, I was like, I wonder if you play jam or just pot raise, but I would only play pot raise just to not deal with the butchering of jamming king-queen. Right. And then having... Yeah, like now ace-10 suited becomes near a pure raise. Right. 
So if I would, I would just pot and then be indifferent on the end. But it's only a cent of hearts for what it's worth. And uh, oh, your your actual candidate plays pure call. Um, if you oh, have geez. the ace of hearts, though, it plays pure raise. It seems to be very sensitive to having the ace of hearts. Yeah, it's a suit sensitive for the two pairs, I imagine. Yeah. But these are very nuanced details that aren't that important when it comes to finding raises in the right. first place. Right, Because like now, if you end up clicking pot and then jack nine doesn't play a mix, you're winning if it pure calls. Mm -hmm. Right, so it's just the back and forth of if two pair doesn't fold, then you raise your two pair. If two pair folds, then you have to be a little bit careful. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to find two pair folds in game, especially after check, check, and then bat. Yeah, I think the strategy stuff aside, like what really has Guapo kind of in the muck here is that his default makes him easy to play against because his default leans conservative. Passive, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm being polite. <laughs> no, it's, by all means, bring it. Well, no, no, I, I'm not just being polite. I was very particular about saying conservative over passive because I think conservative is a better descriptor. It's not wanting to take risk with uh, what feels like marginal spots, right? Yeah. A 10 on the turn feels marginal because you don't have good vision over what your opponent's checkback range is and you think that you're beaten a lot of the time. The truth of the matter is once he checks back, he's relatively capped and yes, you are betting into better hands such as Jack X, but it doesn't matter because you were going to check call versus those anyway, and you're leaving a lot of value on the table Do, versus the worst 10x and the 9x. Is that, is that true, Guapo? Do you? Because I feel like it's. I feel like you don't. You. I don't think you don't bet the turn because you think you're beat. I think you don't bet the turn for. I don't I mean, know. I, I, like, do you, you feel a, look, like I'll you're be beat little, when he I'll checks be a back? I'm vulnerable here. I. Yeah. It, just feels, like it just feels like a decent like bluff catching. Hand. Right. That. Like, that's yeah. When he checks back on the turn. Right, I don't like expect I, him to have a lot. Right, right. So I don't think he's like his mindset is, oh, I'm not going to lead this turn because I'm I'm beat. I think it's I'm not going to lead this turn because he's just going to fold everything that I already beat. That's the same. Those are one and the same. Kind of, but it's implying that when your opponent puts money in, it can only be with a better hand. Right, but. Right, yeah. Right. But that's different than thinking, I don't want to bet this because I still think I don't have the best hand. But why don't you want to bet for value? Like, you just have the best hand a lot. Right, you see where these thoughts are, are kind of cohesive with yeah. one another? No, I, I, yeah, I do. But when the I, notion is I can't get called by worse on Jack-10-9, that's, that's kind of ludicrous, right? Like, he's obviously going to have Queen-X and 8-X in I his hand. I don't think he thinks he can't get called by worse. I, th I think it's more like... He has a lot of hands that he's going to fold. Like, like, yeah, sure, I can get called by worse, but all of his nothing just folds, and I don't want him to just fold all of his nothing right at this Whoa. spot. But may, I, don't, I don't know. I think there's mo like mostly yeah. stems from... It's a lack of vision. It, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, well, definitely, it's definitely not under fully grasping the ranges, for sure. Well, there's the in-between At least for me. You can bet the turn and feel like sometimes you still lose to a jack, and now you feel like mm -hmm. you're putting money in like you're dumb. Yeah. Or there's also the when you do bet, you think that they're going to fold all the hands that you already beat, so now you stop them from bluffing you, and mm -hmm. then you can't, you can't play bluff catcher anymore. But in reality, that's not the way the spot works. Right. right? It's just a personal feeling of this feels more comfortable to play check right. call than it mm -hmm. is to bet. Which yes. is why I said conservative. I would, I, would, I would agree with that sentiment for sure. Yeah, which is why I said it's conservative. Right. right. It's specifically conservative, right. you not don't wanna, passive. You don't want to, right, you don't want to like, bet and then he raises and exactly you're like, you're like now i don't know what to do or, or i can just actually no, get I mean, to the river. If, if i raise on the river there a fold for me is actually pretty easy like i don't expect him to show up with a lot of well i meant on the turn okay. yeah but 
He's saying yeah, if you right. led the turn and got you led raised. the turn and got raised. Okay, I got you. Right? It's like it's it's just easier to check call and get, and then just play the next the last street. Sure. Where when you lead, now it's you know you, you're you're. I think the, I think the, the biggest hand. way I think the but, biggest way to internalize these situations is that when you inherently feel like you have a hand that is meant to bluff catch, i.e., check call and mm -hmm. leave your opponent's range wide, then. What that means is that when the board texture changes, that particular hand will shift from a check call to a check fold. Yeah. Right? Ace 10 is way too strong to fit that category. Right. You'd be happy to have a hand like 10 7 fit that category. Mm -hmm. Right? Queen comes off, happily check fold it, no big deal. Right? Uh, queen Ace, 10, decent hand to play check call with. Right. Ace comes off, Queen, uh, uh, sorry, Ace comes off, River, and you're really very happy to just check fold Queen 10. You're very happy to check fold 10 7 kind yeah. of thing. I mean, you might bluff queen 10, but you, you understand what I'm saying. Like yeah. it shifts. Yeah. It very easily shifts. A hand like ace 10, uh, you don't want to play bluff catch such that when cards come that fulfill the bluffing re region of your opponent's range, you now have to shift this hand off into a, a, a give up mm -hmm. because it was too strong in the street prior. You'd rather get the value on the street prior and then shift whenever the uh, the board texture changes. So now the scary car comes and now you have a right. bluff catcher. Right. Right. As opposed to mm -hmm. having a bluff catcher of the prior street and a give yeah. up the next street. Yeah. So like the, the the range, once the turn comes, the range advantage is it shifts to your... Not, maybe, not entirely, but yeah. the equities are really it, close. It's right. not that the range shifts that much, but in position will be betting all of their strongest hands on the flop most of the time. Mm -hmm. So now you still have the two pairs and you still have the... Uh, Low frequency sets where they're mostly in. Yeah, to give you an idea, flop. after check, after check, check, flop, turn uh, equity is fifty point three percent to forty nine point seven. Okay, so it's, yeah. so it's literally a dead split. Yeah. The EV is slightly in favor of. But on the flop, what is it? Uh, it's it's less. very favorable to the. It's way less. It's like probably like seventy thirty or something. Like uh, fifty five forty five oh, in shit. favor of imposition. Jesus. Right. So so it shifts in your favor. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But that's basically what I mean. Obviously, basically to a flip. To a flip. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So guys, to put a nice little bow tie on this, uh, can I get a grade? Can I get a grade? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just play the game of what do you do if you bet the turn and then ace comes? Like you bet 75%, you get called river ace. If How do you play I bet play? the turn, mm -hmm. yeah. I follow through on the river. What size? 75. As opposed to check? Sure. Why not check? It's a Um... I don't want him to check back with a hand that, uh, I don't know, it just feels, feels right betting on the pair. I want, I want money. I have good hand. I want money. Mm -hmm. What so, Landon is trying to get is the range card for him, correct? The mm -hmm. ace is better for him, yes. And he's still going to value bet his ace-x if you check. Um, In most cases. Yeah, but you're, once you take the turn lead, you're not really going to have a lot of checks. On river? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, think about the board texture, right? Like, you're, you're repping jack hex plus. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, I guess a strong 10x plus, which is often going to improve. So, you're, you're hardly betting range here on the turn. You're only betting about half of your range. So, you're pretty uh, consolidated. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you want to be able to get a chunkier bet. Like, you can go for full pot on end. Mm -hmm. I, I thought 75 was, like, a little bit too small. Um, but you'll have a lot of B40s, too. Basically, just, like, blocking. Right, mm -hmm. so uh, you'll have like bet three bet jams. Um, you you just have a lot of a lot of EV in your favor. So you can see the equity shifts uh, in Guapo's favor even on the Ace River. 
I mean, yeah, you're playing like 16% check after you bet the turn. It's largely because his ace exit calls is uh, going to be an inferior now two pair or uh, a gut shot plus, right? So it would have to be ace queen, ace king, or backdoor flush draw. So ace x of hearts. These are all just going to be bluff catchers on the river ace. None of them are going to be like super pumped to, to value bet where you could just be checking, you know, nuts. You have a lot of queen eight. You have all the nine eight. You have uh, king queen. Yeah. I guess that might be like herein lies the issue in some capacity when like you do have a straight hand on ace river we can check because we don't block the two pair mm -hmm. and then when you do have the two pair you go for value so it's like pretty instinctive man i would i would have gone for check for sure I, I think you can maybe go for check if you go for the small size on the turn so if you bet quarter mm. uh that what i was looking at is if you go through the uh yeah, two yeah. thirds through the big bet so yeah you play you play a lot more check now you play 50 percent of your range checks mm -hmm. but that's your wider Right, you have a lot more hands now whenever you're betting quarter pot. But even still, you can see ace-10 still goes for full pot. Well, I mean, you're not wider, right? Because you're betting 17% on the turn to the small size. And you're betting bigger. Oh, uh, You know what I mean? If you look back at turn distribution. Yeah, yeah you're right. So, like, you're tighter, but you have to you're protect more, linear. more. Yeah. yeah, you're tighter, but you're more linear. So, right. you have to protect more. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, but even still, like, your, your two-pair plus combos still just go for it. There's no real checking. Mm -hmm. taking place here you just check with straights uh it looks like you're mostly just checking exactly what you would think like a lot of your 10x uh it looks like queen eight mixes so that's kind of where you get your queen eight and nine eight or your mix yeah I, i'm just only i'm only, the only reason i bring this up is because i'm thinking about how you want to play your river betting range as opposed to when you want to reopen action with the polar region Mm -hmm. So when you do play check and face a bet, do you play a pot size raise or only jam because you're repping straight or not straight? Right. Right. So now when you think about, am I going to raise two pair on the end versus a bet? Am I actually raising this hand or am I playing call because the only time I'm reopening an action is if I have a straight or a straight with a pair block? Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, I think that's fair. Which makes sense for why ace 10 in that spot doesn't raise as much as you wouldn't necessarily think. I just think in practice, like most players are going to be so capped that you're just going to capture a ton of value from worse two pairs. Yeah. It's just kind of that simple. Yeah. Not enough to ace-jack checks back. Almost no king-queen, queen-eight, nine-eight. So like, we just go. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I would rather err on the side of... Uh, too aggressive. Too aggressive there. Just being some, too greedy. So like, so the river, we're, we are just check-calling a lot. About half the time, yeah. Yeah. Because I think like when we first looked at this hand... like, But it's tough because the hand doesn't really get there. Right. Yeah, it's it's just, of, it think, leads turn almost pure. Yeah, the sentiment right. the sentiment in chat was to raise. Right. Yeah, yeah. that it, was kind of like when like you miss the right. turn when you miss mm -hmm. the turn bet, you've now left him wider on the end to call yeah. you down with more bluff catchers. Yeah, yeah. It, it's exactly. just kind of that easy. Yeah, it makes sense. Right. So all in all, how'd I do? Well, because part of it's like the mental aspect of I want to give myself decisions that feel good, right? Like check calling turn feels good more so than betting does, where board changing rivers comes in. Yeah. Uh, all in all. I give you a C. Okay. I'll it's passing it. grade. Ma mainly just because uh, the hand kind of plays itself as played. And I think you leave a lot of money on the table. A lot Which, of money. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean. I think, I think it's a lot too. Where two pair does mostly call you on the end. Yeah. Yeah. Where in it, theory it's indifferent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I think you probably get stacks or nearly stacks if you. Uh, uh, just click pot. So yeah, you get you, stacks. but still. Yeah. So you're it, get, like, it's funny because I feel like. Yes, in this environment, you're getting called by Jack Nine a lot there. 
in the live environment, mm-hmm. they're like just snap folding yeah. it in your face. No way. Yes. Yeah, oh, they are. Wow. Oh, yeah, they oh, are. My God. Yeah. Maybe your face. Oh, my God, yes. No, pot-sized yeah. bets are like... Pot-sized bet on the river where there's, where there's a straight on the board, I mean, two pair yeah. gets thrown, and you're not even have top two pair, it's just snap fold in your maybe, face. Maybe, maybe in your yeah. face. Yeah, they don't do no, it to this no, face. No, no. In the Vegas, low to mid-stakes environments, 100% well, I'll tell you what. You guys need to... call turn dark. <laughs> yeah, you just need to test that theory a hell of a lot more then because okay. if they're if they're like bet folding two pair on the end pure, then you should just check raise all blocking hands. Okay. Yeah. You should just never call with queen jack and just, and check, just, pile. just check pile every yeah. single time you have it. Yeah. Any nine, queen nine, right. jack nine, or right, not right. the two pair, sorry, king yeah. nine, anything that blocks a straight mm-hmm. and two pair. Sometimes it. they yeah. just check it back. That's the problem. That's not the problem. It's fine. You just <laughs> no, show down no. an inferior hand for free. What I'm saying when you when you power it on, they just have the straight. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is a whole other episode <laughs> in the muck. Yeah, yeah, we will. Yeah. We will re- <laughs> Lamanna said he hasn't been in the muck. It sounds I, like he lives in the fucking muck. <laughs> Uh, yes, two things that can't make sense at the same yeah. time. We'll we'll, uh, we'll get a little bit deeper into that one as we uh, I guess move into. Before we leave it on, leave before it on a we cliffhanger. End this, yeah. Are we are we surprised at all with his hand? Like that's standard. Jack nine? Yeah, I, I think it's standard. No, it's just good. They played it well. It's normal. Very very well done by Mister Double D's. Hey, C's get degrees, Guap. What's that? He plays good. Poker. C's get degrees. Yeah. yeah that's C's true. <laughs> get, degrees. get degrees. Okay. That's what they said for athletes, right? I guess. Like college, yeah. like when they were gonna like not even some some presidents. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, we got a juicy story though. I'm we excited do. for yeah. this one. Are you? So excited. Everyone's excited. <laughs> so excited. All right, there's <laughs> a lot. Cheating. There's a lot going on the here. Excitement so is killing you. There are there are a lot of stories yes, here that are intertwined uh, amongst the GTO Wizard Fair Play check. It's weird to put the highlight on uh, the Fair Play check here. But I do think it's pretty important, especially coming off of a week last or two weeks ago where, um, you know, the early release of Fair Play Check was uh, maybe a little bit flawed and we got a lot of false positives, which led to your nightmare being uh, wrongfully accused as well as um, the guy who got called out on WSP. I can never remember his name. Um, the, uh, they just talked the about pure it in chat. Or? Uh, No, no, no. The M-A-O. No, yeah. no, that's Justin. Oh, well, that's what... Don't ever chat. read chat. <laughs> sorry. Especially not from Justin Chalk. Uh, you're <laughs> such a fish. Damn it. You're such a fish. <laughs> uh, we only read Efro messages around here. Yeah, I got baited. Efro's the only one who's reliable. No, the, right. the guy who got called out by... Um, it wasn't Jesse Lonas. It, whatever, it was somebody. Oh, um, uh, Brock Lesnar. On, Mike Holt. Oh, he, he got called he, out? No, Mike he Holt? called somebody oh, out. Oh, right. Mike Holt. Yes. Called out Battenfield. Called out Battenfield, that's right. Um, so those were the two false positives that ultimately uh, were shown to be neglected uh, throughout the course of the first release of Fair Play Check. But since the new Fair Play Check has come out, it's ridiculously accurate. Um, it now includes all these variables, including timestamp down to the second. It includes board texture, obviously it includes stack depth. It includes the game format that was looked up, uh, formations. All of these details are now right there for the user to see anytime that they want to check on a spot. And, you know, we had Jeremiah on, I believe, um, last a week. week and a half ago. Week yeah, last half. week. Last week, maybe. And he was kind of alluding to the fact that there were a handful of guys that were caught red-handed that have been turned in and not processed, but he wanted to give the the sites the opportunity to do their due diligence, run a proper um, 
investigation and then act accordingly. Well, it's been a little bit over two weeks now, and uh, there are two main names that are coming to the forefront that have been pretty much caught red-handed in the fair play check. Uh, the first of which is going to be uh, Pure Baby ninety seven on Project Baby, or sorry, Project yeah, Project I got, Baby. Yeah. I got the two. Uh, <laughs> I won't. I'm not even gonna Mad start. names. Well, the other one's Pure, obviously. Uh, so Project Baby ninety seven. Um, he's been. I guess a long time uh, 200 NL and lower grinder on global um, that has since uh, found his way into the higher stake streets playing as high as 5k NL um, within the last month mm -hmm. or so. And uh, a bunch of screenshots were sent to our discord global pokers discord. Um, Redline university has been talking about this. Uh, th this has just been like, a non-stop story for the better part of two weeks that we've kind of been waiting to say anything about to see what global's response would be um i think we have four or five screenshots of um just in real time lookups here so we have king seven seven two tone uh queen three run out you can see that that was a hit uh, for the exact stack depth, for the exact pot size, you can see five and a half big blinds, five and a half big blinds, button versus big blind. I mean, he's not really even trying to hide it. Exact suits. Yeah. Right, exact suits <laughs> and everything. Uh, the next one is, uh, let's see, um, three, seven, ten, three, ace, uh, two spades with a two heart run out. Again, you can see it came positive here. Uh, this is a three bet pot, I assume. So there were 25 big blinds in the pot. You could see that it was ran all the way down to the river. The the time, I guess, isn't included in the screenshot, but um, I imagine that it uh, it overlaps. Uh, the next one, 10-4 king rainbow. Again, this looks like it is a three or four bet pot, 20 big blinds in the middle, uh, small blind versus big blind. Uh, you can see this is a three-handed game, small blind versus big blind. Everything is ran down accurately to the river. Um, next one is nine, deuce, eight, two-tone, flush completing turn three of clubs. Uh, again, this is going to be what appears to be a four-bet pot, 78.4 big blinds in the middle. Um, this one, I guess, is a little bit off. It's 72.3 big blinds in the middle, but the board is accurate down to the suits, ran to the river, cut off first button, same as we see in the screen. You can go to the next screenshot, go up to show. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so 72 big blinds in the middle, um, big blind versus button. Uh, okay, so actually, this hit might be off a little. Oh, 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 I see. It's, it's heads up. I think this was a heads up hand. As best I can tell, um, because they're it looks like they're sitting out. Yeah, yeah, I think the other people are sitting out. So uh, it looks like, yeah, I mean this whatever this hits pretty pretty close. Um, but there compiled are some things with that, the rest. Yeah, looks, when you compile it with everything else, obviously it looks stinky. Um, but you know he could have been more accurate and just ran this heads up instead of uh, in a multi way scenario. So what I have is, a question: what Is this person's online name? Project Baby. Um, 97. Man, how egregious is it when you know people are checking out there checking hands? Here's the worst of it. We didn't even show the worst of it yet. Guapo's got a YouTube link 
to uh, a third party uh, player who was observing Project Baby's game and running spots in real time to see. Uh, big shout out to Anthony Poker, or Poker Anthony rather, on Twitter, uh, who sent this to us. So you, you can go ahead and roll that. I'll just talk over it. Um, I don't want to play the sound because he's like gaming in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like World of Warcraft is dying. Um, can you up the, uh, the quality? Yeah. Uh, 720 is the highest. Oh, shit. Okay, there. It looks better now. Um, okay, so as you can see, he basically has uh, the board texture up. He changed the suits, um, you know, just to, to, to see, like, what the consistencies were or whatever. Uh, you can play this on. Uh, you can up the speed, too, if you want. Okay, so now he's going to go the actual suits. Runs it in real time. Ends up with a, a positive hit on this one. Uh, and all of this has been sent to Global Poker, for what it's worth. You can go even faster. You can go 2x. Hands take forever whenever the guy's time banking down to zero every single <laughs> spot. Why is he doing that? Right. Um, so yeah, you can see that he changes the, the scheme to fit the hand. And boom, positive hit. Um, he's going to do this for a couple more hands here. Uh, this is real time, so... so it, this guy's just doing this for every single hand. Yeah, yeah. Doing like, literally every hand, every street. And he's playing like three tables, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's multi table. He pulls up a couple tables. Yeah, he pulls... Yeah, in the video. Oh, yeah, he was playing the video, all, the, all the full ring games. Yeah, he so, was just showing that he was playing every 2-5 game, every 1-2 game, basically. Yeah. He's just timing out. Uh, according time. to the Discord, he was open sitting 5K today. Um, so Global hasn't really done anything to act on this, as, as far as we can tell. Um, now, obviously, this is a double-edged sword because, uh, you know, whenever we were speaking about UR Nightmare, uh, PokerStars acted very swiftly. They mm -hmm. suspended his account and they started an investigation. And the thought process was kind of like, well, maybe they shouldn't be so quick to suspend, right? Because uh, you're kind of stopping somebody from, from earning a living if they're falsely accused. But... They very quickly unbanned him. And I think that that actually is probably the right procedure, especially when there's an overwhelming mountain of evidence, like what you see here versus Project Baby. Right. Yeah. Um, I agree. It's so clear. I mean, like, so clear that something is going on. And the biggest right? thing so, that people were concerned with uh, is not only that he's cheating and Global's not acting on it, but that he's cashing out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They, that's what they said in, in the video. He says, I want to, you know, suspend the account and freeze the account. So he can't take any money off because until they figure out what's going on. Otherwise, they can just run out the back door with all the money they just stole if they are guilty. Well, when I read the two plus two for him too, he said like that they're actually he was friends with some of the people and that's that's the second one. We're oh, oh, okay, about. okay. So, uh, so you're you're, you're yeah you're jumping ahead. Yeah. Um, okay, but the but the the cash out thing, yeah, is the scary <laughs> part because if like you want to catch the cheater and you want to present the evidence, but then if you present it too soon to the community, then the cheater can just cash out right. and run with the money. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where, again, we don't know what's happening, but essentially they were, um, you know, these guys are grinding these streets and they see it every day. It's, it's clear to know when a guy's account's tapped, you know, like he's just not tapping or topping off or, or whatever. And the suspicion is that his account was dry um, as of yesterday. Now he's been playing and winning since, I guess. But the fear was that he had cashed out a bunch of money and they're estimating that 
over the last couple of months, he's won somewhere between 100 and 200k. Right. There's a lot of money to take out of these these uh, liquidity pools. It's a, that's a lot of money from global, especially when there, if someone is cheating, and the idea would be to reimburse funds, but now the funds are gone. It's mm -hmm. just over. Right now, to be fair. Uh, this isn't on us to do the investigation. We're just trying to shine a light on it, right? Like, by all means, if Project Baby is uh, innocent, he should have his day in court with with Global, and he mm -hmm. should be uh, afforded the opportunity to 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 prove that. For sure. And I don't think the the community is even crying to have his head on a pike at this point. I think mostly we just want to see some action, and that is the good thing that came from the false positives that occurred early in this fair play check. Stars acted swiftly, very, very quickly. They froze the account, they did their due diligence, they found nothing wrong, and then they unfroze the account. And this all happened within you know, 10 days or less, which is very critical. Now, I don't know how much of that was from outside pressure that uh, forced them to go through these protocols or not, but what we do understand is Stars has an active set of protocols that we can expect whenever the community at large has some concerns. That's really fucking important when it comes to consumer confidence, right? Uh, and from everything we can tell, Global and maybe WSOP to a lesser degree aren't really offering these same swift protocols whenever there is some sort of scare. Uh, and we're going to get to the second one here in a moment. But um, as of today... By all accounts of everybody who plays in the global pool, zero action has been taken. So uh, this person's he's playing, playing right now. He's, he's currently playing. Uh, no, he's literally playing no, right yeah, now. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> he's currently playing. He's currently sitting in games and clearly has access to his funds. Now, maybe they've frozen cash outs, um, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Obviously, we were just speculating. And also, I don't know how money moves on that site. I don't know if there are ways... That you can just transfer, like I don't know to there what is degree. No transfer. Okay, that's site. good. And it's kind but of, he could dump, right? It's kind of slow, and you could dump. Yes, you could dump. So there's a lot of ways. If only cash outs are frozen, that he could still work around that. I think from the community standpoint, like at this point, we just either would want to see some action taken by Global or some statement from uh, figureheads at the company, basically assuring people that this guy who seems to be caught red-handed, I mean, literally, hands are being flagged in yeah. real time i mean it's nobody's gonna beat the wizard man nobody can beat the wizard no he's, <laughs> that's why he's a wizard that's why we study off the wizard you know <laughs> if i wanted to try to challenge the wizard i'd go to fucking oz you go to yeah. battle bots well, battle bots that's, <laughs> that's right if you guys want to try to play against the wizard just come over to battle bots baby we'll rake you we'll only rake you a little bit it's okay bring yeah. your bots we got this we're gonna start the platform best rake on the market that's right best uh, rake on the market here battle, battle bots, bots. Sitcom. battle bots the mall battle bots the theme park yeah, i love the way you're thinking already thank, thank you yeah producer. there's a lot of stuff going on there's here. a lot of meat on this battle bots bone I for sure all that. battle bots bone um so conversely now there was another player who was accused of similar things uh i caught wind of this probably the day after your nightmare uh kind of had his name freed and obviously i was a little bit slower to jump on it because i don't want to make the same mistake twice i don't want people to be falsely accused uh but there is a player in the stars and wsop pennsylvania pool called pure legacy 77 um and you guys may recognize that name from the starcraft world uh specifically you andre i know uh we haven't heard from you since you disrupted the intro but you did a little gaming back in your day sure he was slightly <laughs> after me though but okay um are you familiar with him though yeah everybody kind of knows him in the starcraft community okay he, he's just a shitty human being 
Okay, well, that's a strong statement. Um, <laughs> okay, so there there are people called stream snipers mm -hmm. all over the place. Okay, stream snipers. You basically go and watch someone stream. Mm -hmm. You wait until they queue and you match up against them. Oh, okay. And you do this over and over and, and people over stream and on over no delay. Again. I assume. Correct. Okay, I understand. So you do this over and over again just to be a dickhead, mm -hmm. and you are able to basically map hack them, so you can see everything that's going on right. while they're playing because they're playing it. Mm -hmm. Um, this guy would stream snipe everybody and then go into chat afterwards, quote unquote, and just start talking massive shit. Okay. Wow. Um, the kid's just a dirtbag, or at least his, his like in-game persona was just like very dirtbag-ish. There were like DMs that came out of him all over the place, always throughout the, like the, the entire StarCraft. Yeah. Conrad um, read a few off of air. They're yeah. not. They're not for public. They're not for public. It's a good thing. There's all fair. It's, it's wild. <laughs> there's a lot. There were a lot of hard R's. A lot of hard yeah, R's. Yeah. Some shit. Um, and this that was 2019. Right. It's yeah. not like super super um, long ago. So right? are you are you aware what ended up happening within the StarCraft community? Yeah. Was he so banned? he hacked, confirmed in early StarCraft days. Okay. Early to mid StarCraft days, I should mm -hmm. say. Um, and then it was dubious whether or not he hacked later on, but you know, he would come out saying like, Oh, you know, people are just hating on me. Yada, yada, yada. Like the, the standard shitter personality would do. Um, and then what happened was there's the world championship series. That I believe he qualified for and, okay. but his account got banned from WCS or sorry, his account might've gotten banned because blizzard said he hacked recently oh okay but maybe not in the games but recently in other games mm -hmm. and so because of that the organization banned him saying that he violated terms of service and he no longer qualified for basically the only way to make money in starcraft right which is, was the wcs blizzard's own wcs okay so effectively he's been outcast from that community yeah i mean everybody kind of knows what type of person I, I guarantee you i can call up like three different streamer friends mm -hmm. uh, and i can just say what do you know about pure legacy and they would all say the same same exact thing okay well that's fair i love how he's bold enough to just go by the same name to a different industry <laughs> that, is pretty strong. <laughs> that actually is pretty strong hey guys uh, remember me <laughs> it's like i built this brand yeah. but he did things like brand oh um you know if you guys don't think that i'm a cheater like come watch me stream right now and i'll stream my camera looking at the monitor it's like no shit you're not gonna you're not gonna hack during that time right <laughs> like the... so smart yeah everybody's a genius until they get caught so wait before i, I want to know are you sure. going to go over the uh updates because when you went through the your nightmare thing obviously that was there was a lot of false positives going on at the time mm -hmm. but they fixed that so that the now it's very low percentage of false positives after the flop. Yeah, it's uh, it's extremely low false positives after the flop. It becomes compoundingly less likely as you get turns in rivers. So it's like I, I can't remember what the exact number is, but I think if you get a fall or if you get a positive hit all the way through to the river, I think it's like one in twelve hundred and forty-four or something like that probability that it's a false positive. So like we're talking about 0 0.001 type of uh, percent likelihood or 0 0.01 uh, percent likelihood of false positive coming through to the river. And there are like a half a dozen, maybe actually more like a dozen yeah. When you compound that, in it's thread. in the trillions. Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's literally in the trillions yeah. of, of, but, to and, one. But this was after right. the update because... Correct. Yeah, yeah. after the update. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of 
the sites might be hesitant, the operators might be hesitant after that your nightmare thing when stars acted so swiftly and then now mm -hmm. he's innocent. Uh, but like now that they've made those updates, it's far less likely that right. the same thing's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, they're getting the same information we are and they can decipher it how they see fit. Um, but what's most important, I think, is that, that we're getting eyeballs on this type of stuff. Again, like nobody's calling for anybody's head, but we want this stuff to be investigated so that we don't have to be the the upright citizens brigade who's you know chanting burn it all down type of thing uh i don't even know if i use that reference correctly shout out to ucb yeah. let's go i just know their comedy group <laughs> uh but yeah so whenever we look at this thread created on two plus two of pure legacies um uh, i guess accusations there's something like a dozen hand histories here that come off positive there are screenshots uh of him running mostly three and four bet pots it seems uh you know He's popping positive on rivers. He's popping positive on turns. Uh, just endless, endless stream of hands that have been compiled over the past couple of weeks. Now, what I want to point out is different in this scenario is that he absolutely was suspended on stars. So stars, once again, gives us consumer confidence. They acted swiftly. Mm -hmm. They suspended his account. He's currently under investigation since October 6th. So... This has been like the better part of a week now, uh, actually almost 10 days, that he's been suspended and being investigated. I do believe, I'm not positive of this, but I think this is what spurned the, uh, the, the thread on 2 plus 2. I think he's still active on WSOP uh, Pennsylvania. So I don't think that they've yet acted on, uh, on investigating him, or if they have, their protocols don't come with a suspension first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think that this stuff is worth pointing out because, you know, we did have kind of a stain to begin with, with the fair play check where a couple of names kind of got dragged uh, unfairly so, and they were proven to be innocent. But now it seems as though the tool is functioning as desired and we're getting like some pretty clear mounting evidence against lazy cheaters that are just, you know, effectively executing wizard in real time, which makes them largely impossible to beat. You know, mm -hmm. you can counter them as best you best you want, but it's going to be very yeah. difficult to find a way to to earn money from somebody who's just playing the sim. Right, cheating's right. pretty simple these days as a whole. So, like the lazy cheating, that can go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, what I mean, man. You know, there the, you can you can have some sense of arrogance around it if like you're a really good player, where it's just like, oh well, you know, if they're just using. Uh, like say the lookup database, which seems to be what they're using. Like, oh, there are so many sizes. They're gonna misstep here and there. Yada yada yada. Like, I can I can counter that. It's like, yeah, you could if you sat down and you know built your own database of counters uh, based off of where they're exploitable and you know in-game stats that you've accumulated and stuff like that. But like, is it worth that kind of headache? Right. To just claw back you know one one hundredth of a big blind in ev versus somebody who's just like unfairly using a public tool and you don't even know if they're using it if they're not well no right. or say in well, this, instance, oh, in we this do. instance you do but yeah. everyone else right right yeah. yeah 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 the rest of the pool who's not paying attention would have no idea they right. would just think he's a good player who's mopping them yeah and yeah. the day the frequencies are in check because they have the database and a randomizer right yeah so yeah i mean it does make uh cheating low-hanging fruit here um again i i can't echo this enough this is where we're at now right this this is where uh the state of online poker is at the moment it's not 
the genie's out of the box or out of out of the bottle bottle, yeah. <laughs> bottle. it's maybe well, it was a box well, i was thinking <laughs> lamp, the lamp, the, the, bottles. The, the lamp is out of the box so please yeah. not say anything about boxes around here I'm getting mystery boxes. Ooh, a genie really mystery box where is it you said you need a gift and it was just stupid lights hey 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 calm down lights look good i think yeah. the lights are fantastic thank you i might use a little lavender next time oh, a little that. lavender splash um but yeah mm. this is the current state of online poker as we know it and unfortunately we kind of have to be vigilantes of sorts where <laughs> we're out here policing our own state and and you know to some degree like that's always been live poker right like it does fall on the players to police their environment but we're policing from angles you know we're policing uh etiquette and game flow and you know little tiny edge seeking behavior like seat changing and shit like that we find ways to work with operators to kind of rid the live environment of this stuff as much as possible and that's not to say we're not being cheated i'm sure there are plenty of people who spend a lot of their lives trying to figure out ways to garner un unsavory edges and i'm sure that they get away with it lot largely because the game is slow and we're not paying that close of attention but they can't scale it you're playing one table live where you're getting 15 or 20 hands an hour 30 hands an hour tops whatever uh it, it's not going to matter that much yeah it's going to matter but it's not going to matter that much unless it's like foolproof like deckmate type hack or right. uh you know somehow they're colluding with somebody else where they're sharing cards that type of shit but the current state of online poker you know to some degree like we have to get to a point where we're working with operators we're working with companies like gto wizard uh, and they're not the only one out there you know there's others they have competitors that do exist and don't offer fair play check right, right? there's custom built ones of course like all the custom built uh, systems that are out there that people are could I mean you see these guys he's like literally using it on every hand every street right now imagine there's someone with a custom built machine custom so much easier right? too uh, because you can yeah. create scripts where right. like you know you right. only have to hotkey yeah. certain things in and, and there's you're just no nailing it. there's no fair play check to just click it in and see if they're this cheating is what's you. so discouraging i feel like though because even jeremiah who's well versed to like spot these things you know to be able to see like oh this looks shady this, let me let me look it up um, one, like he said, he's exhausted from doing it. Yeah. So it's tiring. It's exhaustive to get like, and then, and then if the operators don't act, it's like, well, you're doing all that for nothing. And right. then coupled with the fact that these are just the bad cheaters, the ones that are using right. GTO wizard that has the fair play check. If you were a good cheater, you would just, you would just be considered a good player in the pool. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like Jeremiah wouldn't be able to spot somebody who's sharp at cheating. He would just be like, yo, that guy's really good. I wouldn't sit with him. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're just catching the dumb ones right, right. now. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's great to see okay. poker stars kind of taking the lead yeah. as one of the operators that is actually looks like they care. looks mm -hmm. like they want to get in and, you know, do the investigations either, you know, uh, see if somebody's guilty or somebody's not. So, um, hopefully it's, the other operators will follow suit. Yeah. It's just incredibly concerning because, uh, you know, as I kind of mentioned, there are just a lot of other, uh, database lookups on the market that are flying untethered. Now there are some that are very conscientious of this, uh, I know Range Trainer Pro ran by KL. He's a big advocate for time delays. Huge. Uh, yep. And I get, I, I totally understand where he's coming from. And that was my knee jerk reaction to this as well. It's like, oh, put a time delay on it. Till you started running, till you started training. <laughs> Man, as a study tool, yeah. it's just such, I don't want to say it's trash because like KL's product's great. Of course. Um, but it's just very, very aggravating as a consumer to have to wait 15 or 20 seconds 
when you're trying to run a hundred spots, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, you're just trying to run mass spots and you're changing one thing here, one thing there, et cetera, et cetera. You're, you're talking about many minutes to run a single hand once you get to the river. And now if you want to adjust anything, if you want to node lock anything, if you want to do any of this stuff, like you're talking many more minutes. Um, it, it's just, I don't know what the answer is. I really don't. I just know it's going to take a lot of cooperation between all invested parties, including the, the software design companies, right? Not just Wizard. Wizard's just the forefront of the industry right now, right? Like, but there are a lot of uh, ancillary products around them that could also be doing more, I guess. Uh, and I don't even know if that's a fair thing to say. Um, but I guess like we just need to be conscientious of it, right? Um, because ultimately it's not that difficult to build the database lookup tool any longer. Um, no, it's not. Right. Like that's not, that's not the value in their consumer product any longer. The AI is the value. And truthfully, like it's luckily just wonky enough that it doesn't seem like people are using it for the cheating. Right. At least not as, as far as we can tell when we look up all these spots, none of them are really ran through AI. Right. Um, but man, if that gets any easier to input, if there is a way to build scripts that can autofill for you, I mean, we're fucked. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I just don't, I don't know how we turn things around. Like, and I don't know how much panic there is for the online operators. I don't know how much these guys are sitting around pulling their hair out going like, we have a real fucking epidemic on our hands because it's not just this. It's something else that we're about to talk about too, which is collusion right and acr has partnered with gto wizard to try to come up with a creative solution for this we talked at length about this uh a few weeks ago when it was proposed they finally have rolled it out um and i think that they got a lot right here so uh poker.org just recently wrote an article about this uh myself and galfon were quoted in it they're rolling it out on plo5 and one specific detail that they altered that i think people were concerned about and to be fair they they didn't have a reason to be concerned because uh, I can't reiterate enough that knowing cards that are put back in the deck does not change anything. It doesn't change your equities. Whenever you're estimating equities, you're just assuming those cards are already in the deck anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so knowing actual cards that are in the deck is meaningless, but they even went a step further to correct that issue. So the way that this is going to work is hands are dealt out one by one. So once somebody folds, cards are reshuffled in and next hand is dealt. Uh, and obviously this all just happens instantaneously online. The, the, this is just all done through programming and algorithms. So there isn't a ton of latency here. Um, but basically just, you know, under the gun gets his hand. They act. If they fold, those cards are reshuffled back in. Under the gun, one gets their hand. Yeah. This happens the whole way through uh, un- until... It slows it down a little bit, right? You can't click auto fold like when you get dealt a hand. Good. So you could. No, you can't see your hand, so you can't kick auto. Oh, 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 you're saying if you haven't acted yet. If you haven't acted yet. Say you're on the button, you sure. just get dealt like trash. You can't just click auto fold, move on to your next table. Correct, but I don't, I don't really see that as the upside is so much greater than the downside. Yeah, but I don't even sure. really see that as a downside in today's landscape. Twenty tabling just isn't really a thing That's any true. longer. That's true. Um, yeah. Most people are kind of like capping out at four, and mm-hmm. I don't know if this will ever get implemented in fast fold. Um, you know, maybe for that reason. Yeah. But it does seem like a step in the right direction. It seems like a creative solution to card sharing, specifically in games that are not Hold'em, where card sharing is so Omaha Five, so critical. Omaha Five, just Omaha in general, right? Like knowing what cards have been mocked 
uh, is just worth a whole lot of value in these uh, in, in these games where collusion seems to be at the highest. Now, that's not saying this is a panacea. This is certainly not a cure-all for collusion by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I don't even necessarily know how effective it'll be. But what I do recognize is that it's at least a creative attempt at a solution that they're willing to play with. And they're doing it with the expense of clearly alienating some of their player pool, right? Yeah, people who just aren't... Sure. Yeah, people who aren't on Twitter, people who don't watch the show, people who, uh, you know, maybe casually just play PLO 5 uh, on the weekends whenever they're bored, they're not really going to know what this is. And it's going to feel weird to fold the Ace of Hearts and then see the player <laughs> next to you show up with the Ace of Hearts at the right. river. Yeah. Right? So there's an onboarding process that uh, will require some level of education. I, I wonder if they, I'm sorry. I wonder no, if ahead. they have, like, a video or something, like, when, you, when they rolled it out, mm -hmm. like, to show, like, hey... Like when you sit down at this table, right. a video popped up maybe and said, hey, we're, we're doing this. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. You know, the article kind of acknowledges that there's a level of onboarding that's necessary, a level of educating the market, so to speak. Yeah, if I have to listen to fucking Fat Train every time I pull up ACR for the fucking goddamn Venom, <laughs> then you better fucking put a goddamn message that says <laughs> that this is happening. That's all I have to say. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it scares the shit out of me when it, I forget my computer's on. My God, it's so tilting and it just comes up out of nowhere. All right, you heard it here, ACR Fat Train. You got you got. I jobs love to do trade, but oh my god, I'm not prepared. Sometimes <laughs> you got a job to do, my friend. Get out there and educate the people. So um, does this help hold them or no? They haven't slightly, but it's the last thing they'll roll out. They're yeah. they're doing five, sure. then PLO four, and then you know maybe hold them. The more known cards that are available, then obviously the higher EV have, you're gonna yeah. have. I have a question about uh, the like opening ranges and stuff because mm -hmm. I assume like if you're in Button and you see, let, let's just say I, I see you know uh, there we're a thousand handed right. Mm -hmm. I know obviously it couldn't be that, and I have ninety nine folds in front of me. I know that um, like. Oh, I guess I was thinking like there's it's a, the opposite of the bunching effect. It's the distribution <laughs> of like crap cards that are gone, but it's not any longer. That's but what happens. The, yeah, yeah. That's what happens in normal. We but, call that the bunching effect. Okay. So if eight people fold, or sorry, seven people fold, and you're in the small blind, it stands to reason that both you and the big blind will have a slightly higher. Yeah. Uh, you'll be slightly higher up in your range. That's because most of the shit cards have been folded, but um, that won't be the case now you're you're actually drawing from a 52 card deck every time you're dealt in so now does that change all opening range like not at all it doesn't at it all. it shouldn't change a thing yeah mm. um if anything it makes the ranges more quote-unquote pure uh, there is no uh, bunching effect any longer yeah. right so you actually are getting a theoretical range every well, single time i didn't know how like the like gta wizard is constructed it does it assume the bunchy effect or not like, i think yeah when it comes to the pre-flop ranges i yeah. think that it takes it slightly into consideration okay. um but again it doesn't really alter anything because what it spats out is just your folding range your raising range type of stuff so it may be like a sliver two type but we're also talking about hold'em yeah, yeah right i was yeah. just thinking because now all of a sudden the small blind and big blind are now weaker on average if I have right. six folds in front of me, right. or five folds in front of me, or right, right, yeah. and I'm on the button. I can now be a lot. You, you could probably. I, I can open more. A little bit wider, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I think that's very fair. But you know, smart people will figure this kind of stuff out. Um, and especially in PLO, PLO five, I can't imagine it really alters things. Sure. Much if at all. Um, qualifying hands are just kind of qualifying hands. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, just to put a bow on all of this online security stuff uh you know i know that we are kind of the dooms 
uh, or at least me in 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 particular, I'm kind of a, a a doomsdayer when it comes to online poker, and I don't mean to be, man. Like I want online to succeed. Obviously, I want eventually the United States to be fully regulated. Uh, I want this market to flourish, but I think that we would be doing the service if we weren't pointing out the 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 big gaping holes in the market that are creating um, you know unfair playing environments. So I think more than seeing the market flourish, I want the market to be a fair playing environment. And truthfully, I would love to spend all my time just bashing apps because I think that they are by far and away the most cheated arenas. And it's not even remotely close. Yeah. Like, not even remotely close. I imagine if people were sharp and looking up fair play checks from their app games, they would all just be popping hits. <laughs> like, I actually think that app games are just battle bots, where it's literally <laughs> just a game full of people who are trying to beat this absorbent rake by running GTO Wizard and and uh, making their one big blind per hundred with 75% rake. Man, back. I have a friend that plays in a five card um, PLO game on there. And it's like on an app game. It's like, man, how could you do this? Bro, yeah, it's like, all right, it's like, yeah, hey, you're not being cheated on Wizard because they don't offer that. That's great, but guess yeah. what? You're being cheated by the four people against you who know each other's cards. It, no, it's just one person with four things. Yeah, yeah. like those other four people literally know half the deck. You yeah. are drawing dead, sir. Uh, Listen, uh, just come play live where they check fold, where yeah. they bet, where they bet fold two pair on the river. Yeah, can't make a pot on the river. Just come play. Let's just turn into everyone wanting to play live poker. Ben Wang yes. plays there. <laughs> mix, it up with, mix it up with Ben. He's not going to be folding the two pair. No, he's he not. not. No. We also we also um, doxed them now. We doxed we his did. spot. Uh, we did. Oh yeah. Just, just <laughs> he's not always there. That's the first time I've seen him there. I'm going to see him at the South Point later. <laughs> he's just here game. for the win. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I think that that's enough, uh, <laughs> enough doom and gloom. Uh, I honestly like my my overall message is I just want the operators to hear us uh, as a community, and I hope that we're doing the online community a justice by uh, kind of highlighting this stuff and trying to put some pressure upward on the operators to act. Um, if not, let the whole fucking thing burn, man. I play live. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to look out for the little guy. I don't care what the operators do, you know. Or I don't. I should say I don't care what happens to the operators. Uh, big picture, but um, the big guy's gonna be okay. Yeah, they're they're gonna survive. I just don't want it to be off the skin of our back. Yeah, Matt, there still right. is a little bit of doom. Go on. Oh, you looked at your weekend warrior pick. <sighs> no, I was to bring it up. Is right it now. time? <laughs> it's time. For a little recap of the weekend warrior of what happened last how week. I, how do I go 0 and 5? Bro. It was, is it 0 it was and 6 to, now? I don't even it's know. It's 0 and 5. It's 0 and, yeah, it's 0 and 5. It was bound to happen. You, you went with Zach Moss? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't Look hate it. He's a nice guy. He is a nice guy, but Jonathan Taylor's back, bro. Guapo. Zach yeah. Moss actually had a really good fantasy week, I think. But go he ahead. Just a lot of catches. I think, I think he scored a touchdown. <laughs> and he had some catches. And yeah, but just, just not the... Fair not what you Bob. needed. Very unlucky. Guapo. Yes, ma'am. Fs don't get degrees. I'm batting zero percent. Yeah, uh, big yeah. shout out to Underdog Fantasy, who's been taking all our money week over week because Guapo and Conrad have yet to get a pick Jeez, correct. Excuse man. me. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. Guapo, well, please put up that lower third. <laughs> I'm sorry. You got it. He got Coming one. In. I told so you, a black man knows how to run, 
And I took Desmond Ritter over nine and a half. Okay. Oh, oh, higher than nine and a half. Higher. Let's go. The higher comes through. Also, also. It's only because Steelers weren't playing, so I couldn't mm-hmm. anti-sweat them. That's yeah. true. Najee did go back, under this week. I'll be going right back to my uh, normal losing ways next week. Okay, that's great. We would love to win one of these contests, Gua- uh, Guapo. Yeah, I'm speaking to you and Conrad, if at all possible. Uh, if you guys haven't already, Underdog is offering a $500 deposit bonus. Just use the link in the description below or hit hashtag Underdog in the chat. It'll take you to where you need to be. Don't forget to use sign-up code S4Y. Go ahead and throw my pick up there. I nailed another one. I think I'm I think I'm five and one or four and one at this point. While he's doing that, do you know who won this weekend? Who won what? The Jets won. Oh yeah, they did. did. They... What a beautiful game against Both those Eagles. Both undefeated teams you go just down. Andre. <laughs> uh, this was a lock, I think. If ever there's a lock, I know I say everything's a lock, but this one for sure a lock. I no, mean, Jalen Hurts is... over or sorry, higher than point uh, five rushing. Touchdowns? Like, we, need the, we need the creative volume. I mean, they got the butt pu- push. Come on. They do the butt push. That's right, baby. They didn't even have to do it this week. Well, they didn't get the chance to do it. They ran, it was a They'll run always for, do it. It was a run for like seven yards. Okay, that well, that'll do it. But, uh, uh, LaManna, you went higher on Cooper Cup? I went higher on Cooper Cup. Seven receptions. He had... 45. Seven receptions. Oh, we pushed. We pushed that oh, one. We didn't, okay. we didn't lose, so push is fine. Wait, he had 145 yards or something like I that. I know. Welcome oh, back, yeah. Cooper Cup. <laughs> no, listen, I was looking at the, I was, when I was looking at my pick, and I'm like, okay, I want Cooper Cup. I know he's going to do well. And then I was trying to decide between the, the yardage and, and the receptions. And I chose receptions. I should have just chose yardage. He always has like 100 plus. Yeah. He had seven for 145. Yeah, something like that and a touchdown. Tyreek had more with less. Not next week, though. Next week, he's going to go 0 for 0. (laughs) He got got that lockdown. Joey Porter got him. Should I sit him in my fantasy? Definitely should sit him. him. I'm trying to find it. You you also pushed? I pushed, yeah. Remember we talked about Friday? Six receptions. My God. When I said, I kind of like higher than six. Like... No. I like six was going to be a push, kind of. Yeah. So Honestly, with, with Tyreek, I I always like yardage. I think over receptions because he's the kind of guy who just he does, he's three. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> might just have three receptions, but they're going to be like breakaway touchdowns. So. Okay, so we went two, one, and two. That's an interesting uh, scorecard for the mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had six receptions. You know that he is going to crack. You know he's going to crack a thousand yards next week. It's week seven. He said he was going for, he wanted 2,000 yards this year. He's on pace. Yeah. He's ahead of pace. He's going to get it. He He is uh, well ahead of pace. That man's going to break every record this year. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't believe that my auto draft drafted Danny Dimes and then I picked uh, Tua up off the waivers. Amazing. What a a steal. Amazing. Danny Dimes. Got two off waivers. I got two off waivers and I threw Danny Dimes to the Wolves. God, I can't even. I did play. I played him one week. I don't even want to hear anything about the Giants. I played him one week. I played him week two. 35 points. I don't want to hear anything about the Giants right now. Why? They got cheated. No, they cheated them damn selves. No, they got cheated. That was was like one of the worst uh, roughing the passer calls I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, oh, oh. How about the pass interference in the last play? But you just. We learned a lesson. Don't leave when, it in the ref's hands. When Pete Carroll and... Pete Carroll? Yes. <laughs> in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. When 2015? He, when, yeah. he decided the to throw the, when he decided okay. to throw the football, uh-huh. that this should never happen again. Okay. Oh, it, it's oh, written in stone that this should just never happen again. I, I don't want to be the, give the, ball the NFL is rigged kind of guy. You well, give it to Man, if you watch those games yesterday... 
damn, did it feel like everything? <laughs> I mean, scripted, wait, scripted, scripted, yeah, not rigged. Did, did you like Jalen Hurst throws that interception? Yeah, like there's a lot of that looked so planned. The, the like, Vegas yeah, uh, bookies, right? Oh, this like, goes all the way like, back to when Neil O'Donnell oh threw the Super Bowl in right. 1994. The Browns beat. How about? College football. The 49ers? Colorado was beating Stanford 28, 29 to nothing, nothing. at halftime. And they lose. Yeah. They lost 46 to 43. Well, the books yeah. got word that Conrad had a parlay down uh, with Colorado yeah. minus 27. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they, they had to pull the plug on that one. Sorry, big so guy. Absurd. The only time Very I had a conspiracy unlucky. theory on, on the Super Bowl being rigged Ever. was uh, <laughs> when the Super Bowl specifically, I was drunk and maybe had an edible, but <laughs> it was when the Beyonce show where the electricity went out. Like oh, during the yes. halftime, and so like it was such a boring game before that because I think the it was the Ravens against the uh, 49ers. I think was no. it, Ravens? it was, was in it? San Francisco. Yeah, it was, it was Ravens versus Giants. I think no, it was no, not 49ers. Giants. Hey. Look, Google yeah, it. Google yeah. it, pal. It anyway, they were brothers. Both there. It was like a home game. The brothers yeah. were the coaches or the owners or something. And then, like, all of a sudden, the game, the game turns around and, like, the Ravens win. Maybe and it's just cheap. like, it just seemed so rigged. Mm. That was the one time that I was like, I think something's sus here. Yeah. Wait, the Ravens won two Super Bowls in the last 20 years? I thought they only won 2001. <sighs> but I might just be like. No. I they, might be willfully forgetting. They definitely mm -hmm. won, Or two. willingly forgetting. Ray Lewis definitely has more than one Super Bowl. Oh, Ray Lewis was know. not. It no, was. you got it on 2X, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and on today's episode, we're going to be going to All right, guys, that's going to do it for us. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow is Twitter Tuesdays, which means that you have a chance to be featured on the show. Just head over to our Twitter uh, page. It's OnlyFriends underscore pod. X. Fuck X. <laughs> no, fuck X. Uh, Ravens beat 49ers. Oh, okay. Thank you. I just Lights said all of that. For 34 minutes. We but the 49ers were ahead in sure. the first half, but it was boring as fuck. And then Beyonce lights go out. The brothers talk. The corporations talk. They're like, how do we get more eyeballs to keep watching? Because everyone's tuning out. And then <laughs> and they're like, all right, we'll make a huge comeback. And then the Ravens won. Okay, yeah, right. What I learned in Big Bear <laughs> is that... <laughs> Nikki is a massive conspiracy theorist. Not yes. mass. I didn't even get to mm. the conspiracies that were mass. Right. That's that's what I mean. <laughs> like she, it's not that she believes in some crazy ones. She just believes in all of it's them. It's a non-controversial <laughs> ones. <laughs> she, she also believes in ones that she's fabricated on the spot. Uh, however, if you guys want to head over to OnlyFriends underscore pod and answer the prompt, what poker opinion has you like this? <laughs> Lamanas is that they just always fold two pair if you check raise. Right? <laughs> Unless they have the straight. They, uh, right. Yeah. Of course. Right, right, they just right. watch the podcast. That's right. They're like, that's a tortoise. Yeah. That's going to do it for us today. I believe we're going to be back at 6 p.m. tomorrow, but not yet confirmed. Pay attention to our Twitter. We will always give you guys the uh, start time over there. Again, that's at OnlyFriends underscore pod. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Please like, comment, subscribe, click the bell. Give us a little bit of love. Let us know in the comments what you think about the current state of online poker and the GTO fair play check. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Peace. Bye. Bye.